Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 266. How to discover your aha moment playing tennis. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, today's topic, how to self-discover your aha moment from playing tennis. Now, as we talked in the last episode, self-discovery comes in two forms. It can either be taught by you taking lessons, or it can be self-taught by you just discovering it on your own. Now, naturally, it can happen in both ways. Uh, you're going to teach yourself a lot, even if you take lessons. So the key to self-discovery and finding these aha moments is just being open to the idea. I find a lot of people who struggle to get into this mindset are way too hard on themselves, especially during practice sessions. During practice sessions, you want to be relaxed, have some fun, and especially in the warm-up. Just swing freely and just do and think about ball striking and notice how your body warms up. And really, this can set a positive mindset for the aha moments that you're seeking. And one of the things you want to be here is just open-minded. And you don't want to be judgmental. You see it a lot on the practice court. People and players are way too hard on themselves. What I need you to do, and it's not easy, I need you to notice and not judge. And there's a big difference. If you've ever read Timothy Galway's The Inner Game of Tennis, he divides the conversation that's going, in, that's going on in everybody's head into two selves. It's self one, which is the self you perceive yourself to be. In this case, how well am I playing? And there's the self too, the actual you, what's really happening. Now, here's an example. This happened to me in particular. I was really struggling with keeping the ball in play, but I had this self one analysis about how my consistency was. Quite frankly, I thought I was more consistent than I really was. So what I did was I opened my mind to the idea of just swinging relaxed, swinging in a freestyle moment. But I was now going to keep track about how many balls stayed inside the boundaries while I did this. And I was just going to take notes and measure this for 15 minutes. And it was a little bit shocking. What I thought I was in self one was very different in actuality in self two. And it takes some courage to deal with this because as the old famous football coach said, Bill Parcells, you are what you are. And I think people struggle with this. And for me as a coach to try to be a, let's say, a protagonist, if you will, for someone to help someone shove into that actuality can sometimes be challenging because we're really set in our head about what we think we are. So my third tip here is to practice with intention, just like I did with that simple shot tolerance drill. Stay relaxed. 
Don't be too hard on yourself, but just as you're warming up and rallying, notice how many balls you keep in play. You can even create a little urgency once you're warmed up. Let the partner in on what you're trying to accomplish and just say, hey, together, let's see how many balls we could keep in play and establish some boundaries. Maybe everything's a forehand. Maybe everything's cross court. Maybe everything's uh, singles courts. Maybe one guy's hitting down the line and the other person's hitting cross court. You can have a lot of different fun with this, but what you really want to do is you want to get to the point where you're really practicing with this kind of urgency and open-mindedness so that it starts to translate over into games. And the real goal here is that your practices become so fun and engaging, yet have that urgency to them, that when you play a match and the stakes seem to be risen a little bit, that it isn't that much of a transition. So now, not only are you keeping a shot tolerance score, Maybe you're going to go till you both hit 50 in a row. Now you can switch it up and start playing points to 11 or play to 21. Or maybe you have a minimum shot tolerance you need to achieve before the, before the point starts. But the key here is the mindset. You've really got to get to the point where you're open-minded and curious. And you can't be judgmental to be this way. If you find yourself really hard on yourself... This could be a challenging exercise, yet it could be super beneficial. Now, the point of this whole podcast is how do you find these aha moments? Just be open-minded. When it happens, you'll know it. You'll hit the ball super crisp one shot. You'll notice that certain sequences work better. For me, I remember my first aha moment on a tennis court when I was 15, and it was a half volley from the baseline. Somebody hit a bullet at me, and I just shortened my backswing, and I was amazed how quickly the ball came off my strings, and I don't even know if I hit a winner. I just remember thinking, wow, that was really efficient and effortless. It was an aha moment. Nobody taught it to me. I didn't really try to set out and practice it. It just happened. So how do you self-discover your aha moments on a tennis court? First thing is be open to it, right? Have an open mindset. Try not to be so judgmental and be more curious. Secondly, practice with intention. And once you get going, raise the urgency of your intention by layering a competitive game on top of it. Once you repeat this over and over, practice after practice, you're not only going to see some technical aspects of your game improve, but you're going to see your on-court performance improve as well during tennis matches. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a fresh episode. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I knew it.